Patrick Brown with a major announcement this morning. He will run again for mayor of Brampton when the civic election is on October 24th. He will be a candidate. And on the line is Patrick Brown. Welcome back to the program. Alan, always a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, does this mean that you are giving up on your challenge of your being ousted from the Conservative Party leadership? So we still want um, the legal process to unfold to show uh, that this was um, a manufactured nonsense that uh, damaged uh, the integrity of a free and fair election. Um, but you know, it, it's it's very clear that the party establishment. Uh, is taking um, an approach. They want Pierre Polyev to be the anointed one. They want to follow a much more right-wing approach to conservatism. And um, you know, if that's the direction they want to go, that's the direction they can go. And I'm going to focus uh, on uh, doing the best I can for the city of Brampton. So you're saying that if Polyev wins the leadership, that you don't think that that is a legitimate win, that the, the scales have been tipped? I think very clearly they, um, uh, the party establishment has favored um, Pierre uh, throughout this race, but you know my disqualification was very clearly um, in, in, initiated by the Polyev camp, and they got their way with with the party establishment. Uh, so it hasn't been um, a fair election. It hasn't been a democratic election. And you know, listen, Alan, I love being Mayor Brampton. It was a sacrifice being away from my family. I hate being away from my kids. I've got a one-year-old and a three-year-old. But I went around the country signing up new members. We signed up 150,000-plus new members because we believe that the Conservative Party didn't need to follow their approach of a Ted Cruz or a Donald uh, Trump. And uh, I, I sacrificed time away from my family because I didn't want us to see um, have the same polarization in the political debate that they have in the U.S. Uh, um, but uh, at the end of the day, um, I think, sadly, that's what we're going to have. I, I might just push back against that. I mean, I've known you for some time. You're you know, a very ambitious guy. You've been ambi- politically ambitious for a long time. I mean, you were in it to win because you want to be prime minister. That, that, that was your motivation, was it not? Yeah, I, I wanted to win, and I believe that if you had a moderate conservative, that we could have won the country. And I honestly believe, uh, Alan, that it's, it's going to be um, uh, a train wreck. And, and it's sad because, you know, I, I, you know, Alan, you know how much I adored Bill Davis. And I had many talks with him over the years about what we needed to do to build a big tent, inclusive um, conservative party. And it's just so sad to see the direction they're going. You know, Alan, I went to a lot of party events and I'm still dumbfounded by the fact that I kept on getting asked questions about, you know, Bill Gates and vaccines and the World Economic Forum. And the fact that you have leadership candidates doing social media posts about fighting the World Economic Forum. I don't believe in these conspiracy theories. I don't believe that the Canadian government is taking orders from some cabal around the world. And and if you want to have a reasonable conservative party, they can't fall prey to Internet conspiracy theories. And that's what I was fighting against. Uh, How are you encouraging your supporters, those that you signed up to put their vote in a particular spot? So I've made it very clear from the launch of my campaign that my version of conservatism was it doesn't matter who you love, where you're born, the color of your skin, or what God you worship, we fight for everyone. And there are some candidates in this race who have very clearly shared similar values, and there are some candidates um, who don't. There are some candidates who have been on the wrong side of important issues, whether it's marriage equality, whether it's Islamophobia, um, whether it's Bill 21. And I would encourage people that signed up through me um, that they should support an inclusive conservative. 
Sadly, uh, I don't think we're going to have a real election. I think this is in the bag now for, for Pierre. The party establishment has set it up that way by disqualifying the person that signed up the most members uh, memberships against Pierre. Uh, but I would still encourage those that signed up with me to, to make sure that they mark their ballot and, and mark it for uh, a progressive, inclusive candidate. For the residents of Brampton, they have a candidate who has been... Um, ejected from the leadership of the Progressive Conservative Party in Ontario for allegations uh, that you deny, and also a candidate who has been removed from the leadership of the Conservative uh, leadership race for allegations that you deny. And I'm wondering what the voters in Brampton should make of that. Should they see it, you as someone who has been unfairly targeted twice, or that where there is smoke, there is possibly fire? So I, I think residents of Brampton knew that I was taking on um, a party establishment that was used to taking very different positions than the positions that that, that I, t- I took. They knew I was ruffling some feathers. I would say that the residents of Brampton signed up in enormous numbers to support my campaign, and they feel that their voice has been taken away. And, and frankly, um, I think most people who have watched this um, – understood what has happened. And, you know, I I went to events the last few weeks, um, uh, disappointed with what the federal party establishment had done. And all I got in Brampton was people encouraging me saying, um, if the Conservative Party wants to go this direction, it's their loss. You know, we want you back in Brampton. And it's because of those residents in Brampton, you know, telling me, um, encouraging me everywhere I went, uh, uh, that, uh, you know, I, um, that I'm doing it again. Uh, the the woman identified as the whistleblower in the conservative uh, fundraising issue said that she personally discussed with you this arrangement to be paid by a private company. This would be in violation of the Elections Act. If it's found that there is credible evidence that you violated or your campaign violated the Elections Act, will you suspend your campaign to be mayor of Brampton? So, listen... Marie Hennon, one of the best lawyers in the country, wrote the party a letter saying that she reviewed everything and there was clearly no breach of the Elections Act. You've got consultants working on every leadership campaign. We've given dozens of examples of the consultants working on Pierre's campaign. Um, what public servant doesn't recommend people for, for a job? Um, this was a manufactured reason. Everyone knows it is. Even Tom McClare, you know, the former leader of the NDP, did a great uh, article highlighting this for what it, what, what, what it was. Raj and in the Toronto Star this weekend did the same thing. Everyone knows what this was. It was the party establishment worried that Pierre was on shaky ground and they wanted um, they wanted to continue to control the party. They they were nervous um, with, with, with what the change I was bringing meant for the party. But again, to my question, if there is evidence that you violated the act, will you suspend your campaign? There would be no, you're asking me a hypothetical that's impossible because we didn't do anything wrong. Patrick, great to talk to you again, as always. Thank you. My pleasure. That's Patrick Brown, Mayor of Brampton, who announced this morning that he is running again to be Mayor of Brampton, saying that people encourage him to do so this after he was ousted from the race to become the leader of the Conservative Party. Interesting his comments on that, that it is the leadership that wants Pierre and that it is not a free and fair campaign, free and fair election to be leader of the Conservative Party.